I mean, I would be down. I, again, I have no problem facilitating, but I feel like it would be a much more hilarious tone to me if you were to take the take the reins. You can only imagine. It's like, hi guys, KBGD in the house. <laughs> Is my voice really rum- your voice that high when you imitated? <laughs> well, we're, so we're, we're, just we're start live. Recording, we've already we've been live. Okay. All right. Well, uh, for those people who are listening to the laughter, um, my name is Ram. I am a former captain and founder of First Class Bunger. Um And we are the Bunger Podcast. Uh, just general Bunger Podcast. We'll probably come up with some super sweet sounding name sometime soon. Um, published. But yeah, um, I really am interested in the podcast um, just solely because I feel like there's a lot of opportunity within the Bunger community to talk and connect on a lot of different topics and issues. And I'm, I'm really excited also about um, talking about our alumni um, and some of the work that's been do- been done by a lot of people who have done Bunger and kind of connect them to their experiences and talk about, hey, you know, Bunger was a great first stepping stone in terms of, you know, my life and moving on to the career. So I'm really excited. Um, and uh, with me, I have uh, Sid Pondit and Samit Jindal, but I'll let them do a little bit of the talking. So Samit, maybe want to give yourself a little shout out there? Yeah, sure. So this is Samit, um, founder and captain of uh, KPGD. Um, and yeah, excited to do this podcast as well for the reasons Ram stated and, uh, you know, kind of want to dig into like, you know, how different teams have like found their success, maybe demystifying some of the like the top teams on the circuit and see what makes them so good and see how other teams can replicate and learn from them and apply those things to their own teams. Um, Because I feel like the circuit uh, has a lot of a lot of diversity, a lot of variety, and a lot of people have learned Bhangra in like different ways over the last, you know, kind of decade and more of competitive bunger in the US and now uh, now worldwide. So I feel like the podcast is going to be a cool way for us to all just kind of like connect on a higher level and uh, hear from some people that you might not get to hear from aside from like, you know, personal connections. All right, Sid. Hey, everybody. I'm Sid. Uh, I'm also from Pittsburgh, uh, founder, captain of First Class Bunger. And my reasons are very similar to these two. Uh, I do want to add in that a big thing for me is getting more information out there for people to be able to learn uh, a lot of the... Going off of what Samit said, also learn what everybody else went through so that the time to success as a Bunger team can be shortened. Um, I think for, you know, speaking for the three of us, for the whatever success we have had, uh, it took us a while to get there and it took us a lot of trials, tribulations, a lot of learning, a lot of going to competitions, spending a lot of money on those competitions, having a great time. But we definitely wish that the success would have came faster. And so, you know, by sharing this information, we just hope to have the circuit progress. So that would be that, that's an exciting just part, it's part of it for me. So uh, I think part of what we're trying to do and, and something that uh, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening in are probably going to be excited about is, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of due diligence in terms of reaching out to a lot of folks within the Bungling community. Um, 
Bunger, it seems like Bunger, and I don't know what you guys think, it seems like Bunger has a lot more of uh, tradition, kind of like the uh, the Odyssey or even like the Iliad in the sense that a lot of what we know about Bunger has just been verbally passed down. And it has it's not an art form in the sense of very strict, regulated, you know, uh, interpretations or dance forms it's been kind of a uh of a jumbled evolution in a lot of ways um to where it's at right now and so um you know excitingly enough you know we have a lot of people who are interested um we have law vision learn bunger app that's going to come in um and he's definitely going to be plugged in and we're really excited to have him um there's going to be angela um from the Nia de Rung, um, eternally from DRP. Um, we're gonna have G Singh, you know, wonderful mixer, a guy who's like really plugged into, you know, a lot of things that are going on on the West Coast. So it's gonna be really exciting. I know we have Romy Bossi's also from uh, Vancouver VIBC fame. Um, they're really cool. I, I think one of the things that uh, I don't know. And what's your guys' take? Like, where do you think? Um, what do you think about Bungra? I guess in terms of what's been going on recently and. And, um, you know, where do you guys see it going, I guess, from, from here after this season? Um, I feel like one thing in the past year and in the past couple of years we've seen is just the overall, the quality of teams, like the average quality of teams has, has been raised much higher. And so there's not as much really separating, I'd say, like, Maybe you know maybe the top the top few teams are like at a level where like some teams aren't going to be able to reach for like a little while or something like that. But the um, a lot of the say like the middle the middle chunk of teams are all like really really close to each other in terms of like talent and ability and uh, so I think collectively the whole punter scene is sort of moving to the next level and is like pretty eager to learn about how to do that. Um, especially with the international teams, uh, like the UK teams, the Australia teams and stuff, um, competing in the US and having their own comps and beating the teams in the US that, you know, um, in a very short amount of time or what seems like a very short amount of time. Yeah. And Sid, you've had a perspective, I think, um, unlike Samit and myself, you know, like, uh, I, I, I've kind of stepped back a little bit from uh, the day-to-day of FCB, um, but you know, you have the perspective of a team that's continued to evolve and still be successful within the circuit. I mean, I think that, and I think that's a quality that's not been there. What's your perspective in terms of um, with the su- circuit moving forward? Um, what are you looking to see in terms of like success, or um, where do you think the circuit needs to move towards? I guess to be successful. I don't think there's a necessity for it to move in one or another direction. I actually like the fact that you have different competitions that promote different things. Like you have uh, competitions that promote a more traditional style rubric, such as a Motor City, or you have a a competition like Clutch City that just happened uh, that promotes a very, you know, focus on your dancing and, and executing well as a team. Then you have your Bruin. That's just let's bring as much production heavy stuff and th- you know go out, think outside the box and do something that people have never seen before. So it's like I think that the diversity within the circuit is a very good thing. I think that's something that we have as a circuit that is 
that's good in comparison to you know the other uh, desi dance uh, circuits that we have here in North America. That you can take a folk dance like bara and and interpret it and present it in so many different ways. Uh, I don't necessarily see that as much within the other circuits, um, and I think that at least for us bara lovers, it makes it that much more fun. So you know, I don't think that the bara circuit needs to go in a certain direction. Um, I do think that teams will, you know, and as it should over time, like everything in life, like whether it's, whether it's dance, whether it's business, whatever it is, over time, the product that gets put out there gets refined and it gets better, right? So the one area that can it can always get better in is the absolute pure dancing aspect of it. And I would expect to see that, uh, you know, in the upcoming season that, teams are going to be even closer in that aspect of executing bara, right? I think that the the gaps the gap is slowly closing in terms of cleanliness, but I think the gap is uh, is going to get closer in terms of like, you know, the executing the fundamentals of bara. Um, I think that the set creation aspect of it, I think that will still need work. Uh, just knowing how people think and operate and how, you know, but in terms of what I think, where I think it's trending, I think the the bar execution is definitely going to get better. Damn. Well, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it's really thoughtful and deep right there. Uh, didn't <laughs> expect to go to that level of detail, but it's awesome that we have people that can talk like that. So um, that's actually it's that's pretty that you bring up a lot of good points that I think I I do think that the the differences in the landscape of Bunga have definitely helped put it to where it is today and helped kind of diversify and like homogenous teams that look very much the same. Every single competition um, really does benefit and, and forces teams to think a little bit more and actively think in terms of how to construct their sets. And I think that's very, very powerful. Um, but that's uh, it is going to be interesting to see how teams continue as the dancing quality increases, like Samith had mentioned earlier, um, to differentiate themselves to make themselves look better. Because I think there was always a time where dancing wasn't always the best, and the teams that won um, were the best dancing teams. But I think when that when that um, kind of objective piece become the gap becomes shorter like smaller smaller tighter 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 they'll be interesting to see how teams stand out so yeah um, like our team's going to differentiate each other when dancing isn't enough to you know separate them you know for sure and i and, think that you know there's there's people that push different things right uh be more traditional or folk or whatever word you want to use and then there's those that We'll say you know, go more outside the box and appeal to the crowd that isn't just bhangra, right? There's n- there's no set direction on how to do it. You can do it in any way you want and still separate yourself, you know. So, uh, but it's just, it'll just be interesting to see how teams decide what they want to do, right? Everybody has their own opinion and what what they feel is the best way to present bhangra. So it'll be fun to it, I th- because the dancing quality is going to get better. I think that the sets. Will, genu- will, will genuinely look better, uh, even even if the second set construction isn't as good. But you know, whenever just Barra is done at a higher level, everything you do looks better, right? So, but it will be fun to watch. 
And I think I think one thing so that you're going to be doing is like talking to competitions a lot. So I think over the next year, more important than ever, as everyone's dancing gets better, it's going to be more and more important for the comps to continue to stick with like the identity that they've maybe had in the past, or maybe if they don't have an identity, cultivate one because, um, you know, people have talked about if every comp was judged the same way and re rewarded the same set um, and Bangra gets homogenized, I think for the, for Bangra as a whole, you know, it'd be much more boring to watch and much less marketable of a, uh, not uh, of a dance form, competitive dance. Now, and it is right now where you know, the teams on, well, uh, you know, many different ends of the spectrum from like you know, DRPs and stuff, people with crazy production value to like live teams and Sean Punjabis and stuff. Right, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I think it's a good stopping point for today. Um, again, really excited. I think the future. Uh, look for a lot of our podcasts. Um, you know, if you definitely want to. Um, if you definitely want to, um, you know, give some feedback or be involved in the process, do definitely reach out to us, um, at the Bunger team podcast, uh, at gmail.com and, uh, subscribe, make sure to follow us. Um, we'll, we're going to be getting a, a lot of content this summer, um, and working into the, the comp year. So you'll definitely be hearing from us, seeing us around. And, uh, um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add, but, um, I'm really excited and. Um, this has just been the first episode of the Bunger Teams podcast. Oh, so. Yeah, all, all, I'd, all I'd add is like whoever does listen to it, um, anything you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast, any people that you'd like to hear from in particular, anything like that, um, please, I don't even know what format this is going to be put out on, but like comment or reach out to someone or whatever it may be because uh, – in the end, we, we're hoping it becomes a, a very useful resource and not just end up being um, me sitting around like giggling amongst each other about, about We will still giggle amongst each other about <laughs> random things. <laughs> but, but, you know, completely agree with Samit, though. This is kind of a ground zero project right now. And so any ideas that you may have, anything that you want to hear, do let us know, and we'll do our best to make it happen for you. So... All right, guys. Peace out.